Brought to you by the Appleseed. It's like a regular episode. Only shorter. We call them bites. Thanks for joining us for an Appleseed Bite, a mini-episode of the show, single story long, just a few minutes long, in case you only have a few minutes and you want to fill them with a great story. Of course, join us on Thursday. Every Thursday, there's a full hour-long episode drop. We fill that hour with stories for you and your family. This Thursday, of course, you're going to hear a story from the great storyteller Bill Harley, who joined us in the Appleseed studio and thrilled us with a story about magic and Candy, a story called The Best Candy in the Whole World. You won't want to miss it. In the meantime, I'm thrilled to be joined in the studio by Trent Horton, one of our assistant producers. Trent, thanks for joining me. Yeah, it's good to be here. Tell us what we're going to hear on today's Appleseed Bite. Yeah, so we're going to hear a story called Mice Make Peace by W. Thomason. And, uh, you know, as, as I listen to this story and as we listen to this story, I think it's good to think about... Um, what war does to people because hmm. some of the main the main premise of the story is these young men want to go to war and the mice think maybe that's not such a good idea. Hmm. And so I think it's good to think about, you know, what what would it, what might happen if if they follow through with their desire to go to war. Yeah. Well, the story again, Mice Make Peace by Dovey Thomas, and this is part of a collection of animal stories. And uh, I, I always think that animal stories are really people stories, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. We tell stories about animals to learn things about ourselves. So be on the lookout for stuff like that as you listen to Mice Make Peace by Dovey Thomas here on The Appleseed. Mice have always lived in the homes of human beings. And so it was long ago in the longhouses of the Haudenosaunee. The mice had their chiefs and councils, and they found their secret places in those warm bark houses. And so the mice watched. They paid close attention to the affairs of the human beings, for they knew what happened to the human beings would affect the life of mice. And so it was the mice who first noticed that the young men were gathering secretly and talking in soft voices, being careful not to be overheard. But they were overheard by the mice, who crept closer and closer until one day they heard the young men's speech. One of the young men was fiery and fierce. He was quick to anger. He was full of excitement. The mice listened to him speak. I want war. We deserve a war. We deserve the honor and the recognition that comes to warriors when they return from battle. Our neighbors have more than we have. We must make war on them and bring back trophies to our people. People will sing songs as they see us return. We will have war dances. We will sing war songs. We will make names for ourselves as our relatives are known for their courage in their own time. The mice did not like what they were hearing. They gathered in council and said, War? They want War. War is not good. This is the time of the year of the green corn harvest. Soon the foods will be ripe in the fields. Now is a time for the people to be working together, gathering food, hunting, and bringing in supplies for the winter. War is not good for us. In war, there is hunger, and we don't like hunger. 
And so the mice watched carefully, and they followed the young men when the young men went to talk to the older chiefs of their people. They told the chiefs of their plans for war, and the chiefs shook their heads sadly and said, You do not know. You are too young. You have no knowledge of war, only stories of wars. Wars are not good for the people. Now is the time we must think ahead to the hungry times. Now is the time to provide for our people by hunting, by harvesting what grows in our fields. Now we must care for the good of our whole village, not just your need for glory. The young men, they did not listen to the old men. You see, there are times when the young will not listen to the old. And so the clan mothers took their turn to speak, trying to touch the hearts and minds of the young men. War is not good for us sons. In war there is suffering. In war there are some who do not return. War brings grief and sadness to the hearts of your mothers, your grandmothers, your sisters, and your wives. All will lose in war. There is nothing our neighbors have that we need. These are our kinsmen. We shall not have war with those so near to us. There is nothing we need that we cannot gather or make for ourselves. Oh, but there are times when the men will not listen to the voices of women. And so that night the young men met again secretly. Again, they did not know that the mice were listening. They are old. They are weak. Do they not think we are entitled to have the honors of war? They have forgotten what it is to be young. We will sing these songs. We will dance our dances. We will make war and all will sing of us when we return. Stories will be told of our great courage and this victory that we know is ahead of us. They laughed and talked as they worked to make their weapons ready. They tied strips of rawhide around the stone tips of their arrows, holding them firmly in place on the shafts. They fletched feathers to the tips of their arrows so those arrows would fly straight and true. They took sinew and strung it on their bows, pulling those hickory bows firm and tight. And then they stacked their great pile of weapons near to the fire to keep warm and dry while they slept preparing to rise at the dawn and make war on their neighbors. As soon as the young men were asleep, the mice turned to each other. We cannot have war. We cannot have hunger. We cannot have sadness in these lodges where we live. But what can we do? Look how great their pile of weapons. What do we have? One of the mice turned to the others and said, <laughs> We have teeth. And he ran to that pile of weapons and started to chew away at the sinew holding a bow strung taut. Another began to chew at the feathers that fletched the arrows, while others chewed at the rawhide that held the arrowheads to their tips. In short time, those weapons were a pile of worthless string and stick, and the mice went back to their hiding places. Soon the young men woke up, and when they saw their weapons in tatters and shreds, they were angry. One amongst them was angrier still, for he was the one who had planned to have this great war. Who destroys my weapons? 
Who takes this war from out of our hands? There will be war. And though he was fierce, and though all had been swayed by his fiery ways before, there was one among the young men who perhaps was wiser. He shook his head and said, No, no. The one who made us watches us. The one who made us did not like our words and does not think this is a time for war. There will be no war. This is a time for peace, a time for harvest, a time for us to think what our families need instead of what would make us feel proud and good. And so the one who made the Haudenosaunee was perhaps smiling on them that year. For in that harvest there was great plenty, and in that long winter there was much for the people to eat. There was much comfort and warmth in the fires of those long houses, as there is in times of peace. There was so much food in that good season that the women perhaps became even more careless about what they dropped to the earth, knowing it was being carried away by the mice, the mice who brought peace to the Haudenosaunee. Dovey Thomason with a story called Mice Make Peace. I always love to listen to Dovey tell stories. Uh, Trent Horton, thanks for bringing that story to us. Yeah, I, I really like that story. I really like what it says, you know, at the throughout throughout the tell. Um, you know, it makes me think about the world that we live in, mm-hmm. and it talks about war, and it makes me think about you know what effects war have on the world. Yeah. You know, and, you know, we all have seen some effects um, throughout our lives during various uh, times of war. But, yeah. you know, it, the mice recognize that things are not great yeah. when people are fighting. Peace generally tends to be a happier time. Yeah. It's hard to examine yourself and f- and and determine about yourself when you are guilty of of, of saying in your heart, the thing that we heard a character say in the story, which is, I want war, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we, I, I think none of us would admit that we are warlike. You know, we might mm-hmm. all say that what we want is peace, but sometimes the way that we behave and the way that we converse, you know, would say about us that we are people who want war of one kind or another, you know? And yeah. that's, that's tough. That's a, that's a hard thing to admit about about yourself maybe, you know? Yeah. And, and I think it is good to, to sometimes, you know, sit down and have some of that introspection and say, okay, maybe, maybe I'm not as great as I think I am. You know, um, it can be, it can be really helpful. And, you know, in that, in that same mode of thought, you know, those small things that we, we do, none of us are going out and saying, you know, I'm going to start an actual war, hopefully. Um, but the small things that we do make make a big difference, just like the mice. You know, they chewed through yeah. the weapons, and that made a big difference, even though they were, you know, these little tiny things. Yeah. Well, the story was Mice Make Peace. And again, it's a part of a collection of stories called Stories of the Animal People, told by Dovey Thomason. And it was a pleasure to bring that story to you as today's Appleseed Bite. Join us on Thursday for a performance from Bill Harley, captured in the Appleseed Studio, a performance of a terrific story called The Best Candy in the Whole World. Join us, won't you? I'm Sam Payne. Can't wait to be with you again on the Appleseed. Thanks for joining us for a bite brought to you by the Appleseed.